What's up, everybody? Matt Matthews here, and this is another episode of the Real Talk podcast where we discuss everything from life, relationships, tragedies, and all of the bullshit that goes along with that. Today, I have an incredible friend with me, and not just an incredible friend, but an amazing boudoir photographer. I have my wonderful friend Haley Urban here today um, on this episode. So, hi, Haley. Thanks for joining us. Hi. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. So today I wanted to have Haley on the show because I've kind of seen Haley blossom, not only as a person, but as an entrepreneur. Um, I met Haley a couple years ago at my um, Seattle workshop. She came um, a timid little bird at the Seattle (laughs) workshop. And uh, there's just been a lot of change happening in Haley's life. And so I wanted to have her on here to kind of talk about that and where she kind of started from with the journey of self-love that she's on, because I feel like so many of us, we settle for things that we don't deserve and we we deserve so much more. And we kind of settle for things because we're worried about being alone or we're worried that we can't ever have a relationship that we deserve or we're with somebody that we're worthy for. And so Haley kind of had a little bit of this struggle. So I want to talk to you about that, Haley, today. So kind of tell us, you know, where you kind of started from in your self-love journey because things are so different from you now versus how they were two years ago. Yeah. So I guess my self-love journey really started when I started photographing boudoir. Um, I was kind of lost in life and I didn't know what I wanted to do. And when I found uh, boudoir, it was a crazy experience. It was something I've never like really encountered loving something so much. And of course, um, helping other people was really great for me. And it really gave me a sense of, um, I don't know, a sense of like direction in life, um, which was really cool. And then, um, but I still was struggling with self-worth as always. And um, I wasn't charging my worth. I wasn't booking like I wanted to because I, I thought I wasn't good enough. And it wasn't until I met you, Matt, that I really started to realize my self-worth. After your workshop, I started charging more and uh, making more money and like, knowing that I was worth it, which was fun. And then, um, which was like a self journey based on my work. It wasn't until, I don't know, the last seven months that I really started to focus on my own personal self-love though, um, after a really hard breakup. Yeah. Because, you know, you always kind of, uh, and, and my, myself included, you know, as boudoir photographers, we really push the self-love journey and that's what it's about. And, you know, loving yourself and being comfortable in your body, but it's really hard for us to, to do that as well. We preach Mm -hmm. it, but it's kind of, it's a difficult thing to, to practice what you preach. And I know you were in this really long relationship. Um, so kind of tell us what, what really got you into practicing what you preach instead of just telling everybody to do it, but actually getting you to be on the same page and start to kind of loving yourself more. How exactly did that happen? Yeah. So, um, as you know, um, I was in an eight year relationship and it was, um, to say the least, it wasn't great. Neither of us were happy. And, um, I think it's hard because we both loved each other, but it was, 
toxic and he wasn't a good partner to me in any way. And I let what he did to me bring down my self-worth and self-confidence. And throughout the years, I became the shell of a person because I wanted nothing more than to please him. So I put myself in this small box to make him like me more and love me more. And that didn't work. And I didn't understand why. And then um, recently, seven months ago, uh, we went our separate ways. Um, he did leave me for another woman, which was eye-opening because it, it's, it shocks you a little bit when something like that happens. And I, I, at first, I was like, great, this is another thing to, to blow to my self-worth. It made me feel terrible. But then it made me really realize and made me open my eyes that I'd been settling for eight years for somebody who didn't even love me or care for me in the way that I cared for them. And it was extremely eye-opening. And I started like my main self-love journey then. I um, started eating healthier. I went on like long walks. I started working out. I've since lost almost 60 pounds, which is crazy. And so since from there, I've just been really focusing on loving myself for who I am. I've barely been dating because I've just been focusing on me. It's been really great. So like that is just so insane to me that you dated somebody for literally eight years. Like that's a long time. It what do was you an think, extremely long time. Like, what do you think, what do you think kind of sparked that in you? And you were kind of like, you know, I don't deserve this anyways. Like, how did you get to that point? Um, I think it was just like opening my eyes to realize like what life actually had to offer. And like, I think, I think I really started realizing that he wasn't, who I wanted to be with a long time ago, but I was just afraid of being alone. Um, and it, I really slowly started to realize after the breakup, like I blossomed into this person that was outgoing and extroverted and constantly wanted to be around people and wanted to go out and try new things and do things, which previously I stayed home all the time and I, I didn't really do anything because he likes when I stayed home. So I assumed, okay, this is the person I am. I like to stay home. I got lazy. I got depressed. And then once he was gone, it was like my whole world changed. It was like my brain, like something clicked. And then, um, this is something really weird and small, but like when we were together, I was a very messy person. And I think it's because I was so depressed. And now that he's gone and I am like my true self, like I'm the most clean and organized person ever. It's like, it's just weird. Like my whole life's focus has completely shifted since then. So I think so many people, I personally see so many people in men and women in relationships that they're truly miserable in. and they don't know how to get out of it. And, you know, I think that people, a lot of people just settle, you know, they, they just do what's comfortable. They do what's easy and they don't really know how to get out of that. So if you are, if anybody's listening to this and Haley, there is something that you could tell somebody of what to do after a breakup, what to do after your heart has just been ripped out of your chest and you feel like you can't keep going any further, what would you tell them to do? Well, first, let me just say that the fear of being alone is crippling, but 
being alone is so much more refreshing and beautiful than being alone in a relationship and being around somebody who's supposed to love you and who just can't love you the way that you need to be loved. That, that feeling is so much more lonely than loneliness itself. Um, I think part of the reason I stayed in that eight-year relationship was because I was just terrified of being alone. I was scared that I would never find anybody else and that this was just how life was, that I should just settle because no, no relationship's perfect. So why should I care? Um, but I will say that it's always going to hurt after you get your heart broken. Uh, there's going to be moments that feel like this is the end of the world, but it gets so much better. If you choose to focus on yourself, if you choose to channel that energy into something positive, because I definitely could have gone down a darker path, but I refocused and I chose to put that energy into friendships and I've developed, gosh, tens at least 20 new friends in the last few months. Like I've met so many new people and genuine friendships, not just single serving friendships. These are friendships that I hope to have for a very long time. And I've channeled that energy into so many positive things. And I've, um, you know, focused on bettering myself. Like I was very depressed and I gained a lot of weight in my relationship and I've since then lost it. And that's been really beneficial for me. I've also healed myself a little bit in taking pictures. As you know, Matt, you call me the selfie queen. <laughs> Baby, you are the <laughs> selfie queen. I'm I telling am. you, I see more <laughs> photos of you than I see of anybody in this whole world. I see your okay. face 495 times a day. <laughs> well, as you remember, I was scared to even be in front of the camera before. I was, I hated every single photo that was taken of me. I used to get jokes that I looked like a serial killer in all my photos because I just was so <laughs> uncomfortable. I mean, like one of my friends made a collage of my smiles because they were so scary. <laughs> it was so bad. And so now like I've learned to heal through like taking photos of myself and like taking boudoir boudoir portraits of myself and obviously not everyone's a boudoir photographer but dang girl take some nudes that are just for yourself it makes you feel so good sometimes I scroll through my phone and I catch my nipple and I'm like oh baby who are you trying to fuck like what you trying to do like <laughs> I look good so, so like, it's just <laughs> how uh, okay shit I don't even know where I was going uh, so, okay, so tell everybody you went and got your nipples pierced because that was like a big thing. Like you had, oh, yeah. you, like I've okay. heard people say, like they come out. You know how like people will say, "Oh, I got out of a relationship, so I went and dyed my hair." So oh, it's, baby, you it's think like you that. dyed your hair? I did everything else. So yeah, so I went out and did as much things as I've been wanting to do. So um, I've always wanted to get my nipples pierced. And one of the things that he told me was, oh, if you ever get your nipples pierced, I'll never touch your boobs again. And so of course, like trying to make him happy, I did not get my nipples pierced. And then I think about a month after the breakup, I went and got them pierced. And it was exhilarating. It made me feel like such a bad bitch. Um, like now I look at my boobs and I'm like, Hey girl, what you doing? Like, it's just so fun to have them done. I also have gotten like five tattoos since we broke up cause he didn't like tattoos. So again, like I shifted my, you know, I, I made myself into the person that I thought he would like. And then, so once we broke up, I started doing the things that I've always wanted. So I got a few tattoos. I got my nipples pierced. I went, um, I went skydiving, <laughs> which was terrifying and 
exhilarating and the worst thing ever <laughs> all at the same time. Um, I went on some trips. I dyed my hair. I uh, All the things. Shit. <laughs> all, everything. Because, I mean, I literally did nothing for eight years, essentially. Like, I stayed home and did nothing because I just that's what he wanted to do. So like I, once, once we were broken up, I was like an animal let loose out of a cage. I was ready to go. (laughs) So how is the dating world now that you are (laughs) single and you know, single and ready to mingle, honey? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's interesting. I will say, um, dating as an adult who dating on dating apps, that is, a journey in itself. Um, gosh, the amount of dick pics that I've gotten in the last six months is terrifying and hilarious. I have a few, Matt. I'll show them to you later. Oh, maybe I'm ready. <laughs> you know it, sis. I got I got dick pics on deck. <laughs> so have you kind of started talking to anybody have you yeah I mean so I did go on (laughs) one date at the beginning of the summer and that was enough to like swear me off dating for quite a little bit um he was like ready to get married to me I swear to god he held my hand so many times I thought I was gonna throw up and in my opinion I think hand holding is more intimate than like sucking somebody's dick like that is so weird for me like we just met and you're like holding my hand and rubbing my knuckle across the uh, across the bar like it's just awkward like that's for something like we've been dating for three months and we're, you're trying to be cute like he was like hugging me and then like wanted to go on a date the next day and I was not here for it. Oh baby, so after he was that ready. Date, was like, he wanted him a piece of He was yeah, ready. I was like not here for it. It was not for me. Um so I did take some time off dating then, but I recently started dating again. Um and by dating I mean like talking to people, I guess. Um and Lord uh, these men are wild. Um it's like, I swear, like, so like online dating, 85% of the people want to fuck. Like, that's all they want to do. Absolutely. And then like another like 10% are desperate to be in a relationship. So they'll like say anything to like get you on a date because they're so desperate to be with somebody. And then there's like the 5% of people that are just like genuine people looking for a connection. So I've probably talked to like probably around 40 people in the last few months, just like very single serving, like, like, uh, interactions. So like they'll, we'll talk for like a day or two and then I'll realize they're just trying to fuck or I'll talk for them for like a week. And then I realize they're just looking for a pen pal or like somebody to send their nudes to or something like that. <laughs> or like, it's crazy. Like these guys, like, I like think that they're into me <laughs> and boy, am I wrong? They just trying to get my nudes. Um, But it's really, it's taught me a lot about myself because I will say this has been another part of my self-love journey is like not letting these things get to me and like let them get me down. So like I have like a little system that like helps me with dating. So none of the guys I talk to get real names until like I've gone on a date with them. Oh my because God. It, it makes it easier to not like get attached. So they all get like nicknames. So... Um, I think one guy, his name was daddy because he was just gross. (laughs) Like he was so, he would send me the nastiest messages and he asked me to call him daddy and I was like not here for it. So his nickname was daddy and then he got blocked. 
And so they have like nicknames like that. It just like helps me. So that way when like we stop talking, I'm like, oh God, this person and so and so. But yeah, I mean, I do have a date this Sunday, um, which is new. So we'll see how that goes. I think that'll be my, this is like an actual date, which is kind of crazy because it's like the second date I've been on since the breakup. So we'll see how it goes. And watch it be like the love of your life. You're just going to get married or some shit. Okay. Like, you know, just like okay. Hold on. Hold um, on. Hold so, horses. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> you know, little tip that I like to give Haley and this was like totally my what happened to me in my experience. And I always tell people if you're dating online, I mean, it's 2019, everybody's going to date online, you know, like online dating Mm -hmm. is the thing. Like that's how everybody dates. Nobody really goes out and like picks up people at a bar anymore, you know? And I always say like online dating is fun. If you let it be fun, you know, if you like make it into something more serious and like dwell on it, then obviously it gets crazy. But and, you know, like, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with hooking up because, baby, I was a ho-ho. We all oh, know. Oh, you know how I feel about hookups. I like, can't handle the hookup culture. We all get it. So, yeah. So, Haley, like, you don't, you won't hook up with anybody. And, like, have you even been with anybody since your breakup? I have not been with anybody. Like, I've not had sex since I break up. No, because um, I'm just, I can't handle the hookup culture. I'm just too sensitive for it. Um, I mean, I did, like, something with one guy, like, one night, but that was it. Like, it wasn't sex. It was just, like, sexual things. And it, like, was whatever. Um, But, yeah, I don't, other than that, like, no, I have not done anything with anybody just because, um... I just prefer like genuine connection and like sex to me is like, not necessarily that hooking up is not important, I guess. It's just like, I, I realize that I'm the type of person that just can't handle those like quick interactions of sex. And then for us to like be done, like that's not for me. So it's so funny because, you know, we're so good friends, but we're so totally opposite because I was like, what I was, I was such a ho-ho and I would just sleep with everybody <laughs> and just did not care. But the thing is people don't understand this part. And this is the free tip that I'm giving you guys. And I want you to write this shit down and take it to the bank because when you sleep with somebody on the first date, there's no chase anymore. They, they got what they wanted and they're done. And especially yeah. for guys, like that's how men are. And so I remember when I started dating Rob and I was like, you know, I always just give it up and I just be throwing that ass in a circle like on the first <laughs> day. And I, I, I kept wondering, I was like, why do these men not want me? Like, I am hot. I got, I got cute face, little waist, like all the things. I'm like, what is going on? And I could not understand why these guys would just, you know, basically just come and have sex with me and then we wouldn't talk anymore. And then I finally figured out, it's like, yeah, because you're a dumb bitch and you keep giving it up. So there's no, there's no chase. Like there's nothing for them to come after. And so I decided, I was like, you know what? When Rob and I started dating, I was like, I'm not going to have sex until we're official. So until we're, you know, exclusively monogamous with one another and we're not, you know, with anybody else and we're not you know, seeing anybody else or talking to anybody else and it's just us and we are official, then we can have sex. 
And I stuck to that. Like, I was like, I'm going to stick to my guns. We dated for three months. And he was finally like, okay, are we like exclusive? Because I want to be, I want to just be with you. And I was like, uh, yeah, me too. And he was like, okay, great. And I was like, all right, let's go to the bedroom. You know, like, <laughs> and, and then, and then four months into the relationship, he moved in with me and then we got married and then, you know, all of the things. And so it's like, all of that happened. And he even told me, he was like, had you had sex with me the first night, I w- we probably wouldn't be married. Like we probably wouldn't yeah. have stayed together. There's, and, go ahead. There's definitely just like that. Um, what is it? It's like the animalistic instinct of a man, like where they want to like have the chase, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, and I think absolutely. everybody likes a little chase in general. I think we all like it. It's fun. Yes. So now you are, you know, kind of evolved into this different and better version of yourself and, mm-hmm. you know, dating and, you know, doing all of the things, living your life to the fullest. If you could tell anybody a piece of advice, if they are struggling with a relationship or they're struggling with their body or self-worth or, you know, loving themselves, what would you tell them? I'd say take it one step at a time. Um, recovery is not linear. It's up and down. There's still days when I have moments of just sadness, just because my life has changed so much in the last few months. And it's not sadness or longing. It's not like sadness of longing, just sadness of like recovery. It it takes a lot of time and be kind to yourself. That, that is so important. When, when you have days that are bad, be kind to yourself and just take one foot in front of the other. Like you have to start somewhere. And when I started this journey, I absolutely hated myself. And Matt, you know this, like you even called me one day and you said, you have to, you have to do something. And this was before the breakup even happened. Like you told me, I have to do something. I have to start like loving myself more because people could feel that energy off of me. And the moment I said to myself, you know what, fuck it. I need to like do something for me. And I need to like take this time for myself. My whole life changed. Like you just have to start putting yourself first. Like, even if that means like reading a book that you've been wanting to do it, like, uh, taking the time to do your hair in the morning, like just like those small gestures of like kindness to yourself really, really help. And like, those small things turn into another thing and another thing and it snowballs from there. Like you really, you just have to start somewhere. Yeah. I love that. So, um, Haley, how can our listeners find you on social media? Well, I have two Instagram accounts. You can find my business account at Elizabeth Urban Studios and you can find my personal account at Haley.ElizabethXO and that's about it. Perfect. I will tag those Instagrams in the below for you guys to go check out some of Haley's work. And um, Haley, you're amazing. I love you. Thank you for being on here and talking about your journey with us. Um, I know a lot of people probably need to hear that because a lot of people are struggling with that. So I'm Mm -hmm. very grateful that you took the time to be here with me today. And um, I hope you guys love this episode. And um, we will chat with you guys later. Keep listening for more episodes coming soon. Oh, 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 oh,